everybody, welcome to today's Take Heart. I don't know how you took the news on Monday about the new restrictions that have come into place, but I got pretty depressed and uh, have been feeling a bit fragile and a bit low since they came out. And part of the reason for that is just because it feels like every week there's, there's more news of change and it's usually changed for the worse at the moment. And I, I've also been finding my own emotions have been quite up and down. And sometimes I'm reacting disproportionately to something. Sometimes I'm feeling fine, but, but other times not. And so um, I've just been, it's just been in my face at least. I'm sure you might have found the same thing that, gosh, everything is changing at the moment, including just even me personally. I feel like I'm on a bit of a roller coaster. And for that reason, I think I've come back to a truth that we're told about God in the scripture, which is this, God does not change. God stays the same. And there's a few places where this is made really clear to us. So one is Malachi chapter three, verse six, where God says, I am the Lord and I do not change. Another one is from James chapter one, verse 17, where James says, every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. Isn't that a great description of God? He does not change like the shifting shadows. Someone wrote this Psalm, it's Psalm 102. And when they wrote it, they were trying to just capture this aspect of what God is like. And they were, you know, it's almost like I imagine them looking around to think, what can I compare God to? I want to communicate the fact that he doesn't change. And so what they pick is they pick the sky and the ground, which are about as consistent a thing as you can get. It's the heavens and the earth. And they basically say, look, you laid the foundations of the earth and you kind of handcrafted the heavens but basically there will come a point where they'll get kind of rolled up like an old garment and yet you will still be as good as new. Put another way, this, this, the psalmist is saying, look, the earth, think about the earth. Think about it, we're sitting on it right now. Think about how rock hard it is. Think about how many millions of years it's been here. And he says, there'll come a point where the earth, in effect, is like a t-shirt that's been through the wash too many times. And there'll come a moment where the heavens and the stars and these giant balls of gas that have existed for millions of years, although he didn't know they were that, where there'll come a point where these, these things that seem so permanent, the stars themselves will be like a pair of trainers that have been on one too many runs. And on that day, when the earth is worn out and the heavens are so tired they've, they've almost given up, you will still be exactly the same. And this God became Jesus. Which is why it says in Hebrews, this is in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. One of the things that I, I love about Jesus is that you cannot box him in, right? You can't hedge him in. He always explodes whatever expectations you have of him in that sense, and he'll always catch us by surprise. You know, even when we've been following him for a hundred years, he'll still do something we, we, new um, and uh, and so there's this uh, there's this dynamic of Jesus that means that it will always be for us something of well a complete adventure following him we'll never get to the end of discovering everything about him um, when we really see him we'll never lose the wonder of what it is to worship him and yet here's the other side of it Jesus is beautifully predictable because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And 
that's one of the ways that he's different from us. So we tend to be pretty, pretty inconsistent. Um, we can be up and down, as we've said. And so we can think, oh, maybe God's like that. Maybe I, I'm not sure what to expect from him today. But Jesus is not like that. He's not like us in that sense. He's just much more whole. He knows who he is. He knows what he's for. And he's decided to love us. And so what this means is, whenever I come to Jesus, I, I can know from the scripture what to expect. Now, I don't always feel this, but as we imbibe the scripture more and more, this is, this is what we, we get to live, which is that we can be confident whenever we come to him about what we can expect. If we just take this simple truth that he's the same yesterday, today and forever, what that tells us is that his love is the same. So that love that he expressed for us when he became a baby 2,000 years ago, you know, in the great rescue plan, that he, he didn't stay at a distance and shout down, I love you, but he became one of us. That love that he expressed for me and for you in that moment right then is, is as consistent and as rich right now. The commitment that Jesus demonstrates uh, to us when he gives his own life on a cross again 2,000 years ago on a hill outside Jerusalem the commitment that he expressed right there in that moment is as fierce and as loyal right now in this moment today because it's the same his his faithfulness to us and his determination that we'd walk into wholeness um, you know, expressed in so many ways, but in that moment where he punches his way out the back of the grave and walks out into resurrection life and says, hey, this is, I'm inviting you all into this. That moment when, when it happened, the resurrection, you know, that, that commitment to our wholeness and to our healing is as real today as it was back then. It's the same. What this means is when we come to Jesus, when you know, we, we, we are told by the Bible, although we don't always feel this, what we can expect. So we're told that when we come to him and we're weak and we're struggling, we'll find grace and it will be sufficient for us. We're told that when we come to him and we've messed up and we've drifted and we've gone far and we've made mistakes, you know what we're told when we come back to him in the Bible? We're told that when we repent, he forgives us. And he welcomes us. He's longed for, for that moment to welcome us with his embrace. We're told in the scripture that when we, when we start to make everything about us, do you know what he'll say to us? He'll say, hey, do you know what? It's about giving your life up. Lift your eyes from yourself and look out. Why don't we go and serve those people? And he'll take us on that adventure of building his kingdom with him. This is what we can expect from Jesus. And what we'll find, and it's a hard thing to learn, but boy, is this an opportunity to learn it. As we learn to rely on him and depend on him and trust in the fact that he does not change, we will find ourselves more and more steadfast, more and more consistent. And it's a bit like when you're leaning on something that's wobbly, you wobble, right? So if you end up leaning on one of those big balls you find in a gym, those squashy balls, someone sneezes at me, near me, and I'm falling off that <clears throat> because the ball is wobbly. But if I'm leaning on something that's much more solid, like a piece of concrete, then I'm going to be more firm because I'm standing on something firm. And for us, consistency is just coming back to his consistency and reminding ourselves that we depend on him and he's the same. He's the same as he's always been.
Consistency for the Christian doesn't look like we don't care about what's happening in the world and we float along in this kind of like zen-like bubble, kind of disengaged from the news. You know, Jesus was grieved by what he saw when he walked the earth. He was troubled by the suffering that he encountered. He was moved with compassion to do something about it. So it doesn't mean we're unaffected. It's a good and a right and a godly thing, I think, to be affected by what we're seeing happen around us. But our consistency and our steadfastness comes from just knowing that there's someone bigger than us, stronger than us, who is always good, always kind, and always near. And we lean on him. Jesus was the same before the pandemic. He's the same in the middle of the pandemic. He'll be the same after the pandemic. His love is always the same. We can trust him. We could trust him yesterday. We can trust him today. We'll be able to trust him tomorrow. God bless.